few days ago, I interviewed a prisoner. Welcome to the Harley J Way. The Harley J Way. I'm your host, Harley J. Let's jump right in. What's up? Welcome back to the Harley J Way podcast. I'm your host, Harley J. Uh, and before we kick things off with my incredible story about how I just interviewed an inmate, a prisoner, uh, in a prison, as they were in jail with other inmates, uh, in their prison cell, which is kind of crazy. I'll get into that in a minute. Um, I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about why I'm in this weird setup, and usually I have more much more of a bigger setup. It's right now I'm filming on my iPhone uh, with the one of the low quality cameras. Uh, so I'm using the selfie camera, not the front camera, because I wish I was using the front camera or the back camera, but I'm using the selfie camera right now because uh, I am fixing some stuff, um, building some, some some new stuff, fixing some old stuff, um, and I'm in the middle of packing for a trip. Uh, so I'm just, it's a little hard right now to just be doing everything, but um, at the current moment, um, this is more of a temporary setup. Still have the same microphone, the same, uh, same some stuff is <laughs> the same, but um, I'm literally put. I have my phone up on my bookshelf, uh, but I moved over here, so uh, I don't know. It works. Um, but today, um, we're talking about the story of how I recently interviewed an inmate, a prisoner at a prison. Um, so, the story starts where, uh, my mom goes to, no, no, I'm not going to tell it. So, the other day, I took a trip to the Santa Clarita Sheriff's Department, and I actually got to sit down with the captain, uh, we got a tour of the station, um, chat with, had a nice chat with him, uh, we were not, we're, we weren't supposed to have lunch that day, but... He had a, a really important meeting, so we had to cancel the lunch. We're having lunch a different day. Um, we got to do a lot of fun things. Um, I got to sit in the in the cop car uh, on the on the cop motorcycle. Um, got to play with the uh, drug sniffing dogs. The drugs sniff and find drugs was actually they were really nice. Well, the one I met was really nice, but the other one uh, also seemed nice. Uh, but there were a million things that happened, but. I think the most exciting part, uh, which is also kind of the most, the kind of the scariest part, uh, was interviewing inma- a few inmates, uh, mainly one inmate, uh, and he honestly presented the opportunity to, to um, interview, for me to interview him, because usually it would be, it wouldn't really be, a, it wasn't a, an official interview in any way, but, um, it's a prison, so you're not, you can't have any cellular devices in there, so we have to, uh, before we go in, we had to, uh, uh, lock our, uh, phones and cellular device cellular devices and any sharp objects in lockers uh and before we went into prison uh the captain had to lock his gun away uh so just for a lot of safety reasons we had so there was no way i could i didn't have my phone in there or any i didn't bring any cameras because i didn't think this, this would happen i didn't think i would be going into the jail but um i went to the jail uh i went i went into the jail and a guy who had been in and out of prison uh the longest time for i think he said that was lo- he was in jail for a consistent eight years, and then he came, then he got out recently, and then was he's been in and out of jail since. But uh, he was in the gang, uh, and he had j- this was he had gotten in the prison uh, like ten hours before we had arrived to the um, uh, station, and he kind of was like he looked at me, and I guess he thought that I was um, he like he was that I was like a juvenile, and. 
he, I guess he thought that his job was kind of a scarcity sentence to me, and as we kind of just started talking to me and and talking and, and it was scary but it was also really interesting and I think he, over the quick conversation that we had he definitely learned that I was not a juvenile just by the way I acted and the way he started talking to me that talking to me I could I knew that he was not he that I, I knew that he knew that I was not a juvenile um and it was I mean I could ask him many things like he was in a gang and he said the first the main thing he said was like don't go in a gang because even though he doesn't want to be doing this anymore because once you're in a gang you can't get out either you go into prison or you die once you're in a gang you're either in the gang go to prison or you die and once you get out of prison you you're back in the gang there's no way to escape the gang because if you try to they just they murder you you die and that's what he was very he was emphasizing the point that he doesn't want to be doing this anymore but like he has no point no no choice because if he does these, the stuff the gang wants him to do, he goes to prison. But if he doesn't do the stuff the gang wants him to do, he dies. So he'd rather do the stuff that the gang wants him to do because he doesn't want to die. Um, and it was a very hard conversation to hear. It was very truthful. It was a little scary. Um, but it felt very much realistic. He was talking to me all about how nowadays it's it's... <laughs> the gangs are run by these older guys in their for- 40s and they boss around the guys who are in their thir- the, their late 20s or 30s and those guys find the young kids who are my age at thir- 13, 14, 15, right to around 20 and they get them involved in this game and they're the ones nowadays who are doing those drive-by shootings. If Tupac was living nowadays, he would be shot and killed, sadly, by a 13-year-old. This is not st- stuff I like to hear about, but it's something I need, I feel like I, I don't know, I don't know why I'm actually telling you this, but I mean, I think in the end of this, in the end of the day, it was just a, a, such an interesting story, and I learned a lot from it, um, I was definitely a little shocked when I heard all this, and he was basically just saying, don't commit crimes, stay in school, do this, do that, don't be bad, and just don't commit crimes, and follow the rules, and that's, that's what he was saying, um, and I mean, I feel like in some way that kind of has been my mentality sometimes in life. Like, very much deep down, that has m- my mentality in life. Not to really commit crimes or do anything too bad. Uh, ne- not necessarily follow every single rule, every single moment. But just to stay on the more chill side uh, of things in terms of criminal activity uh, and illegal stuff. Which, uh, I mean, sometimes, yeah, it might be interesting and... I mean, I'm not not me saying that I've done illegal stuff or will do illegal stuff, but I feel like your perspective on the world is what gets you into things and gets you into bad situations where you get stuck and you can't escape. And that's really what I learned from this guy. This guy was just, he was, he was nice, but he was strong, but he was also scary. Like, he just scared some sense in me, in a way. Um, which I feel like at first he thought that was a purpose. But he just, it was just so, such an interesting conversation that he didn't want to be in this position, but he had to. He was forced into this, and he was just seeing all this stuff. He was, it was scary, honestly. Um, 
I don't want to be put in that position. And I think he taught me a lot. And so I was talking to the, ca to the police, to the sheriff's department captain afterwards, and he was just kind of explaining all because this guy he was he had so many strong shoes and he was he was going so fast and I mean a million things happened and this. I mean, this guy doesn't deserve to be in jail anymore. He was, he, but he's being put th there because he's been being forced into doing these things. If he, if he wasn't being forced by the rest of his gang, of his gang, I'll make a bet he wouldn't be in in the jail right now. But that's the cool, sorry, that's the cool reality of life nowadays, and I hate that. So, do with that information as you might, or as you will, or as you want to. Um. I have some cool stuff going on, but, uh, like I explained before, uh, because I am traveling, uh, until, like, I'm, I'm gonna say, even though I'm gonna have people here at this house, watching over the world, kind of, watching over the world that is this house, uh, and we have guards and stuff, um, it's just, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna be bringing a lot of stuff to, uh, where I'm staying, which you'll know where I'm going to be soon, uh, but yeah, cool stuff, uh, so, are you excited? I'm excited, um, the future is, is awesome, um, I'm excited for what comes, uh, I don't know why I'm exactly saying this, but I am, so, yeah, um, what, what about, is it, are you saying anything else? No, I think I'm done, okay, peace out.